is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. Uh, super pumped to have you here with us today. Hey, 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 babe. Ribbit. I'm not. We've. I've stopped doing this. That was my New Year's resolution to what? stop my the, animal just, call sign. You don't like that. I think you just shouldn't pick a cow. Well, I didn't know we were going to do this every single time. I didn't know you were going to ribbit at me and then I was going to move to you. That's just, at least it has to be like an animal that like actually communicates in the wild, like a lion and a lioness. Yeah. Are you going to make a, a lion? Are you want me to roar on here? <laughs> I'll roar like <laughs> Katy Perry. <laughs> I'm yeah, not I roaring. Mean, I Nobody. Think, I just don't I think, think anybody wants need to find I would it. rather is, stick with my cow. What is your spirit animal? I'm pretty sure mine's a wolf. A wolf? Mm-hmm. So let's hear a howl. Come on, send it. Just a howl? A ha- send it. Go for it. A <laughs> that was really good. Was it? Right until the end where you were like. Arr. Well, it's kind of what they, that was like a distressed howl. Oh, that was distressed. I, I hope it. if anybody has a dog, they're howling back at me. <laughs> so what are we, what are we talking about today? Um, we're going to talk about, I want to give you guys, um, kind talk of go, go through animals. some, no, we're not talking about spirit animals. Uh, I want to talk about how to break through mental barriers that you have. Um, there's a lot of times whenever I'm out running and I'm hitting longer distances that um, your mind will start to play like these these tricks on you. It'll come up with like every single reason why you should quit or what hurts. It's like, you know, the if you're feeling pain, if your lungs are aching, um, and you start you start manifesting these um, these things in your mind that start kind of toying with you and playing with you and, and giving you this bright exit sign illuminated in a completely dark room. And it's just right there. And you know, on the other side of that is, um, comfort and the suffering or whatever you're, you're feeling it, it, um, it comes, it comes to a stop. So when, um, when I'm doing extremely hard things, I have, well, I have a 25 hour run coming up the 5k repeat, um, for the unbroken foundation. And I'm, I'm no stranger for this. It was a year ago that I, I did the 40 hour run, uh, continuously. I think what's going to be different about the 5k repeats is it's every hour on the hour. So my mind, it's going to be really easy. I'm literally looking at every single hour. And I'm going to be reminded of when one hour goes by. Unlike the 40-hour run, I could kind of take my mind to a place and just and just grind and just live in that dark spot and um, be, I guess, even be distracted if I wanted to by um, listening to podcasts or or. Um, audio books or having a conversation with, with somebody telling stories and I could drift off and I could come back and I'd be like, Oh wow, like three hours passed or four hours passed. And you know, with the 40 hours, it was, it was easy to kind of like chop away the time like that with the 5k repeat. I'm doing a 5k, which is 3.2 miles every hour on the hour. And, 
um, what um, it's going to be more challenging, I believe, because I'm mentally having to check out and then to come to come back on. What are you doing over there? You will never guess what spirit animal I am. Um, well, if I'm a wolf, it's definitely has to be whatever, whatever a wolf eats. So you're probably like a gazelle. <laughs> wow. Or a zebra. That, that hurts a little bit. No, <laughs> what are I you? I just took this animal quiz. You did an animal quiz? I did. It's right here. Sorry, I went everybody. super deep with everybody <laughs> on like breaking. Deep. And then you're over here looking up your spirit animal. What is it? I'm a tiger. Yo. Rawr. A tiger. What yeah, does it mean? It says what it means to be a t- tiger. In the kingdom of spirit animals, the tiger puts a special emphasis on raw feelings and emotion. The tiger spirit animal symbolizes primal instincts, unpredictability, and ability to trust yourself. Mm, that's pretty sexy. I like that's it. That's pretty accurate. That is pretty accurate. I can do that. I got to get a tiger on my back now. Oh, yeah? Tattoo, like a, ti- a tiger like a tattoo? tattoo? Okay, well, I think I should have the final say on this because <laughs> you don't have to look in the mirror and see this massive tiger on your back, but I will see it if I'm behind You're you. You're right. I just got to look at the giant snake on your neck. I, I know. Be scared. Like don't tread snake. on me, though. It is. Don't tread on me. Um, sorry. What you were totally we talking about? Yeah, me. sorry. We were talking about your run. and mm-hmm. I was talking about how the 40-hour run – was was a different mental game for me than hmm. my what I think like the the repeat five Ks for twenty four hours is going to be. Man, the forty hour run was was something. It was something, yeah. but what you missed that I was talking about <laughs> that with a forty hour run, I was able to kind of disconnect for like hours at a time. I didn't have to. There was no here with the with the with the five K repeats. I'm literally going to see and know every single hour, yeah. and I'm going to have. I'm going to have a break where I'm going to get to rest. And then it's like, it's going to start all over again. That's going to be the hard part of just like getting up and starting it all over again. Yep. And also too, for the, for the 40 hour run, it wasn't about the miles or the distance that I covered. It was about a time. This is, I am hitting a 5k, a 3.2 mile every hour. I was going to say that's, that's so this what this is, is about. This, this might not be as long. Um, obviously 40 hours is extremely difficult to just stay up and mentally stay with it the entire time. Um, at least logistically on our end, like when we, when we put that together, that was, there was a lot of medical things like we were concerned about as well. Um, when you were doing that 40 hours, you know, somebody had to be with you the entire time mm-hmm. because we, we didn't just stay on the track. Um, we, we traveled a little bit with that as well. You know, we went all the way to the ocean front. That was really hard. Yeah. That was hard on me mentally traveling and moving yep. than just staying in a track and going in, in circles because I didn't, yeah. I didn't have to really pay attention to my foot placement. I didn't have to, um, like there, there was a lot less things for me to I, like have to worry I about. I will say though, when you, we were traveling, mm-hmm. we covered more ground, meaning you traveled faster. Because I think in your mind, yes, it was harder, but it was almost like that, almost like we were talking about on one of the other episodes, how you just have to take one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And when you knew there was a place to travel to, like the ocean front, that was your end goal. Right. And you had to take one step. It was like, okay, we just left the track. We just got to get to the brew. And now we just got to get up over this bridge. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, now we just got to get through this neighborhood. Okay, and you know, taking it one step at a time. But it was like those little distance goals that like kept you moving mm-hmm. pretty, pretty, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what what all um, we went back and looked at the first twenty four hours, and like what your average pace was. And I think you weren't prepared for that run either. Uh-uh. You didn't. You weren't running. You just out of the blue were like, "Hey, I want to run forty hours." Like, okay, let's make this happen. Well, because you know, <clears throat> I also feel like the the five k the five k repeats is something that I can physically train for more. Exactly. The forty yes. hours, I I wasn't. Whenever he says like I, I wasn't training for that, I think it it was more in the sense of, um, I mean, you just have to accept the fact that your your mind's going to be tired, your feet are going to be tired. You have to you have to accept that and know that it's coming. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to to get to that place and to to train for it. You can't really put yourself in that place other than visualization. Which yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge I'm a huge uh, fan of. I don't like saying fan. I the visualization works for me. It works um, whenever whenever I am preparing to do something harder, I have a, a pretty steep goal for myself. I am, I imagine myself there. And if I know that there is going to be suffering or, or, uh, things that I'm going to have to go through highs and lows, I imagine myself in that state and in that mind. And I am, and I make this super real guys. Like I make it really real in my mind and I see myself suffering. I feel myself hurting. I know that I'm wanting to quit, but I tell myself there as I'm doing the visualizations that I'm not going to quit. And then I, and then I see myself get up and I see myself move forward. And you already gave like the best golden nugget, which was kind of, he summed up the entire podcast here for you. We did that like the first 10 months. Yeah, it's it. You know, you you do it with me all the time. Whenever we're together, and you see me doing some of these long physical feats, is that you just break it down. If if you're wanting to accomplish even something physical, um, and if you're wanting to accomplish something physical, don't don't look at when you're struggling in the midst of like the struggle in the midst of like when when you're suffering and you feel like you can't go any further. Don't just look at the top of the mountain and be like, oh yeah, hey, no, I'm never making it up that. <laughs> you no. know, because surely the the looking down is gonna be a lot more um appealing than what you you're already feeling defeated and you're looking at the top of the mountain and you're like, there's no way I can't. You're right there, you're saying, like, I can't, I can't get there. But if you look at just the next few steps in front of you and you tell yourself, my one job right now, my goal is to just get over the bridge. And we did, we broke it down like in the beginning. And this is, this is with your, you know, you guys and and the goals that you've set for yourself and overcoming the mental barriers is in the beginning, you may not, you may not have to check in with yourself that much because it, it is easier. But when things get tough, your, your goals for the ground that you have to cover will shorten and you're going to have to check in with yourself a lot more. I, I like to call yeah. it like dumbifying everything. Like you just, you simplifying like simplifying it down. Yeah. I don't know why I say dumbifying it, but simplifying it. Um, you, you make it so simple in your, in your mind uh, to where it's not intimidating. 
I've used this tactic even whenever I've I've opened up businesses. You know, American Brew is a perfect example of that. I knew absolutely nothing about the restaurant industry. I knew absolutely nothing even really about coffee uh, or or whiskey, but I just dumbified it down, made it so simple to where the goal was not, it wasn't intimidating. And I think whenever we hit these mental barriers and these, these markers, um, you know, just like what blue said, you just take it and break it down so simply to where your goals, your goals, your little goals are so short. Yeah. Uh, there's so much we can unpack here. What, and I just want to highlight, yes, the one step at a time thing is very, very important. However, what you talked about with vis- visualization, that is ultimately the key to success, I, I think. And the reason being is, well, you start visualizing things for like an event like this. It doesn't just happen the day before, the night no. before. You start like 30 days out. Yeah. And it's 30 days every single day. I, 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 you know, sometimes I catch glimpse of you like just being lost. And I can only assume that you're visualizing going through the pain um, of whatever event that you're going to do and that you see yourself, you know, in that pain, in that struggle, that conflict. And you are developing a a reaction, a baseline of what you're going to do when that happens. And it's almost so, like a meditation state. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And I think with with you developing that baseline, you don't even have to think about it when you're when you're actually in in the struggle, right? In the conflict. You're not thinking about it. You're you've already prepared. You already know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You've already been through this situation three thousand times. Mm-hmm. You've you've done it. You've rehearsed it. Now you're just in the act of doing it. Um, I think that is huge. Yeah, the, the mind's know, the yeah the, the mind's the, like really powerful. The mind is so powerful, and in in that visualization visualization steps, you are visualizing. Hey, okay, at hour twenty, I've only got to get to, you know, next point A next point B you're visualizing each individual one of those steps Mm -hmm. in that, in that practice. So it's not, it's not something new when you get there, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's huge. I think the visualization of taking it one step at a time, taking it every small step at a time. Today's episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley. They make incredible beef sticks that are 100% grass-fed and grass-finished. Many on the market, they claim to be grass-fed, but they're actually finished on grains. Paleo Valley uses uh, the beef sourced only from small domestic farms in the U.S. They pride themselves on the premium ingredients, including the real organic spices, to their beef stick. They don't use the conventional spices sprayed with pesticides or the natural flavors often made from the GMO corn. They're keto-friendly. That's a plus if you're into keto, low-carb. They taste amazing, and it's a great protein snack for on-the-go for you, your kids, your family, your friends. If you head on over to paleovalley.com and enter in the code ASHLEY15, all caps, 
A-S-H-L-E-Y 15 at checkout and you can get 15% off of your order. Anyways, moving on to kind of the... Well, I, I want to say one more thing about this really quick. Yeah, I think that yep. I think um, the really cool thing about building the the mentality um like the the won't quit can't quit not quitting mentality is the more that you do this and you are resilient and you push through and you break those barriers um the stronger your your mental fortitude is that you have when you face these hard things so that's that's what I wanted to just kind of piggyback off of what you said is that um like it, it does get easier. Like it's always like I, you know, going into this run, I know it's going to be hard. And yeah, I'm going to have like you some really mentally and physically tough times, but I already know to expect it. And my um my mental fortitude has gotten stronger over the years. And every time that I've attempted anything hard and I've, I've stuck with it and I followed through and I've, I've pushed past the, the need and the desire to quit. Um, I, I become mentally stronger. Mm -hmm. No, you nailed it. And I think that something else, what you just brought up is self-talk, right? Self-talk with the combination of visualization, um, those two things can be a very powerful component and not just any self-talk, but positive reinforcement of yourself during these, um, you know, meditation times preparing for an event like this. Um, but heading back to the, um, the run and the difference between this and the, the 40 hour, you said the every hour you're going to kind of be reminded that, Hey, you you've got 23 more hours left. Mm -hmm. You've got 20 more hours left. What are, what are some things that you are going to, you know, in that hour, what is it, what is an hour of this run look like? You know, so I know in the 40 hour run, we looked it up and at 24 hours, we were only, our 5k took us almost an hour and 10 minutes mm. at the 24 hour mark of the 40 hour run. So what is your training look like leading up to this? And then what does the hour, um, what do you expect from yourself? When I'm actually um, doing it. Um, doing it. so the, the training, um, is doing 5k repeats a couple times a week. I don't need to go out and do them. I'm not doing them every single day. Um, but definitely getting, getting the mind and the body ready of, of what it feels like. Are um, you, are you like, are these like sprinting 5k's? Like you're going to like Push yeah, the I, on them or is this like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to do 5K LSD time. You know, I'm staying in my zone one, zone two heart rate range. Or am I like, you know, balls to the wall, zone four, zone five. I'm getting as much as I can out of this 5K. What do you, what do you um, think so your I really, is going to be? Um, I, I definitely think I want to pace myself out for the first maybe 12. I don't know. Because now my my 5K time is like running with the dogs. Um, I have a pretty good 5K time. My fastest 5K time was 19 minutes. That's moving. 
19, like 20 seconds or something. I don't think that will be very beneficial. No, I mean, it's smart to it's, sustain. It's it's smart to, um, the smart thing to do here, guys, is to pick a pace and to stick with the same pace and the same cadence, like for every single 5K. However, <laughs> me being the just hard-headed type Dominant. of person that, I, um, I don't know like what that's going to look like for me, but I, I would really love to have a goal with like finishing every single 5k, um, in under 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah. That would be awesome. Giving yourself about 15 minutes, to 20 recover. to 15 minutes of just eating, eating, drinking, yeah, going to the bathroom Refuel. You, and then going out and hitting it again. Yeah. Cause that's something else we've we've noticed um, big time. And I think what also kind of helped keep you going during the 40 hours, I think I was force feeding you water oh, and so gross. food. I said I was never going to eat an Uncrustable again. <laughs> Guy, he was like making me, and you wouldn't even let me have any caffeine. No. He wouldn't, let, he, he wouldn't let me have any caffeine, like absolutely nothing. A, yeah, and you took a shot of, of whiskey. Yeah, I thanks, did. Right Liz. He got so mad. I was so mad because there were just so many things that we were dealing with here. They were like checking my, well, before I took the shot, yeah, they were like checking my oxygen, my pulse. Yeah. They're like monitoring everything. And, um, and you know, I like I even want, I wanted like a shot of espresso and you're like, no, you can't, it's a caffeine spike. It's going to make your heart rate. I was like, well, I'll just take a shot of whiskey. <laughs> like, hand it to me out the window. Dude, I actually, I felt great for the first, like, seven minutes of getting over that bridge. I was like, I feel awesome. And then after yeah. that, I was like, wow. Then you just <laughs> fell off. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, I don't feel great. Yeah. Where's my shot? You know, um, but that was because we knew we were doing a very prolonged event. This 24-hour, we can probably get a little crazy with it, little caffeine bumps here and there, mm-hmm. especially since we're, as long as we can, I think the big goal, at least from... Um, my point of view is trying to, how do I maintain your heart rate as low as possible? Mm-hmm. You know, that, I think that's a big goal of ours because the moment you start spiking your heart rate, now we got lactic acid issues and all this other stuff, muscle fatigue coming in set. So if, I think if we can really work on keeping that heart rate low, I think we're going to be very successful with this. Um, would you, so, would you believe me if I told you that I am, that elite of an athlete that I can control my own heart rate. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, I actually kind kind of can. If you tell me to go do ten sprints, but to what come back with like a resting or to you know to have a resting heart rate like seconds after, probably not going to happen. Wait, so how do you control your heart rate? I'm breathing and relaxing the body. What is like dropping can the you, shoulders? Can you like describe that? Like, can you give us a visual like? Um, like controlling my heart rate. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, probably, but if, if, whenever you guys go out on your next run, um, whatever, like a moderate distance is for you, pay attention to like how your body starts kind of responding to, to once it gets uncomfortable, like everything starts kind of like tightening up. You're probably shrugging your shoulders. Um, you know, you're, you're clamping your hands together. You're not relaxed. Um, your breathing is just becoming, erotic because you're not really focusing on like the breaths. Um, and then I want you to, and then if you focus on it, I, I don't know, like I le- really learned how to control, uh, my breathing and my heart rate a lot. Whenever I used to do like a lot of scuba diving mm. because I'd have to like make myself sink. Yeah. Like the buoyancy thing. So, I mean, there's a way to like make yourself sink. And then if you like, you know, depending on like how your body is and you, 
come up to the yeah, top. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. And I think swimming, too, mm-hmm. is, like, a big thing with, like, controlling your heart rate. I think, you know, you hearing yourself breathe, yeah. that audible listening mm-hmm. to yourself breathing is huge. I bet that's how I've gotten really good at it because I nine times out of ten – Guys, whenever I'm going out running, I don't I don't have any headphones in or anything. Every once in a while, I'll throw in a podcast and I'll listen to a podcast when I run. But I I make it a point to be so connected to myself and my breathing and and what's going on. Yeah. And it's just kind of, you know, if nothing else is really going on, I'm thinking about stuff. And then I bring back my my conscious to checking in with my breath. And then I'm like, okay, well, can I can I control that? And having a Garmin watch, you can see your your heart rate. And you can just, you know, if you watch it and you focus on, you like focus on your breathing, you can make your heart rate go down by keeping the same pace. I'm not saying I'm going, I'm going from a run to a walk. I'm like, oh, look, my heart rate slowed down. I'm saying doing the exact (laughs) same thing and being able to control your heart rate. That's a real thing. You can do that. Yeah. No, that's, I think, I think there is something involved with swimming there because it is a like very audible breath, like being very conscientious, conscientious, whatever, being present with like your breathing mm-hmm. and I think hearing it audibly it's very exaggerated when you're in the water mm-hmm. um so yes I think you're right with that being audible being loud when you're running breathe and hearing yourself breathing is definitely a way of controlling so I I just um I want to kind of like close with asking you this this question and maybe like a quick follow-up but when you've had to go through hard things with training and stuff, how did you, how did you get yourself to kind of like keep going mentally? I just want to, I just want to know if it's any different from like a, like a male's perspective of, I mean, you've been through some really, really, really hard stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. just, you know, and you know, the exit's like right there and you see people quitting, you know, that you can quit, but like, why? Yeah, that's interesting. I think, um, it's actually really funny. Um, I think as you get older, you get softer, in my opinion. I think when you're young, ignorance is kind of bliss. Mm. And I think you also, you know, testosterone levels are higher, what have you. You're not as aware of your surroundings. You're not as aware of the pain. You're just in the moment. And I think a lot of times when you get older, you lose that. I think you start thinking too much instead of just being in the moment, enjoying the suck and just being present with the pain and being okay with it. Mm -hmm. You know, as you get older, everybody's like, Oh, I'm old and I'm fragile and uh, I can't do this or else I'll break. It's like, no, you won't. The human body's incredible. I've seen you accomplish incredible feats. I know the human body is able to do many things. And I think that is the biggest thing I've noticed recently as I I've gotten older is now that I'm older, my my mentality is I'm more present with pain. And I think if you don't do self-talk and you don't do visualization reps that you will falter to that awareness of pain. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's interesting that you say that because even part of like my visualization, I do, I do visualize and, and know that I am going to experience pain and not just like, Oh, I'm going to experience, like I'm talking guys, like I'm like, okay, my right ankle 
hurts. Like this is what's happening right now. Like I'm so specific and detailed to, to visualizing what I'm going to go through. And it's, I have found like once, you know, when I'm actually in real time doing this run and whenever I've done like longer feats, um, in the past, as soon as I feel the pain somewhere or, or as soon as like things start sucking or like, I, I like want to, you know, whatever, having like some, you know, mental, like I, you know, I want to stop or I want to quit or blah, blah, blah. I, the moment that I verbally acknowledge what hurts or what I'm feeling, it goes away. I, 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 I 100% believe that, um, pain, the pain like moves in your body. I mean, it was like, I would have something wrong with my knee whenever I was running one time, like, golly, my, my knee is hurting. I just say my knee hurts. This sucks, but I have accepted it. I've accepted that my knee sucks and it hurts. And then it's like the moment I, I accept it, I stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And then the pain goes away and it like moves to my left ankle. I'm like, all right, like right now, like my ankle really hurts and it really sucks. And it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to keep going. And then you accept it. It doesn't even, you can say, you know, you're, you're tired or you want to quit or like, you know. So those are those, it's exactly what I was saying. And I think, you know, you said from a male's perspective and, um, I don't think anything is different between a male and female, um, as far as mental capacity goes. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, not a lot of people that just, the difference between males and females is not the mental capacity or the headspace. I think it is just the physical ability um, of males and females that are different. So as far as mentally accomplishing things and mentally prepping for things, it's no different. It's no different. Mm-hmm. I I, Cause you just said it right there it, I, of what you just said an example of what I was just explaining as you get older, you become more aware of pain, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what everybody's like super frail about is, oh, this pain, it hurts. And it's because you're not younger and you don't you don't have that ignorance. You have that knowledge that, hey, I can, I'm feeling hurt right now. But like you said, you acknowledge it and you let it go because mm-hmm. it's, guess what? The human body is incredible mm-hmm. and you're not going to break. Right. Yeah. I just basically accept it. I like, well, this really sucks right now. And I just, in my mind, I mentally accept it and I say, well, I'm not quitting. So it doesn't matter if the pain's there the whole time or whatever. Like I feel it, I've accepted it, I've acknowledged it, but it's not, it's not changing my course or what I'm doing and my path. So, um, try those exercises guys. Like visualization is huge. And, um, whether you're coming up on a competition or, um, dude, th- like this, this application, I know that we were talking about, you know, some crazy runs and like long endurance feats that I've done, but you can use exactly what we've talked about by visualizing yourself before you walk into the gym that day to go do your workout, visualizing your whole week on a Saturday or a Sunday that's ahead of you, knowing that you're going to have hard training, visualizing that and pushing through those barriers. You got to practice it. It's not, you're not going to just listen to this episode and be like, oh, I know how to do visualization now. I know how to do self-talk. 
I can crush anything. No, it doesn't work like that. You have to practice it. You have got to practice it. It You have to work the mind. You have to grow your mind. You have to get those reps in and then you have to make it ingrained in you. Okay. Can we, I just want to, I want to talk about something really quick. Um, we were talking about breathing and sleeping. So since we are talking about breathing, I don't want to get into like sleep. That could be like a different podcast. That'd be a different one. Yep. So can you talk about, cause I think this is also very, uh, relevant and in line to just the mental training of like bringing like your breathing back and like, you know, where the mind goes. But, um, you were talking to me the other night about whenever I'm falling asleep and my mind starts to drift to bring it back to like, yeah, bring, it, bring it back to the present state. Bring can you it explain, back to, can you explain people that like that exercise? Um, yeah. Yes. The, the exercise, I forget what doctor, um, kind of developed this exercise. It's been around forever. It's honestly just mindfulness. Um, you being mindful of your present state and of your present um, thoughts. Mm -hmm. So just honestly, and, really and just to give you guys some context sometimes, and we'll talk about this in another podcast, but sometimes whenever I'm going to bed at night, I just, I, I have a really hard time sleeping yeah. because my mind is so incredibly active. And then blue was telling me, and and I get mad at him because I'm like the moment he lays down he's like out like a light switch and I'm like <laughs> I don't understand like he could literally be laying on a blanket of rocks and you know and and he could just fall asleep yeah and he could go from just talking being normal and it's like okay it's time to sleep he's like it's like he mentally tells himself it's time to fall asleep and he just lays down on like a thorn bush and he could pass out and I get so mad at him. <laughs> Yeah, but, but this brings us back to the whole like what you were saying. If you want to explain that yeah. about just being mentally yeah present, I I don't know. I love sleep, so maybe that's why I'm so good at it. I like sleep too. <laughs> um, no, I guess the mindfulness exercises. So mindfulness, you know, I'm no expert by any means. Um, I've just been exposed to it through you know various resources. Um, but the exercise I would say that you should, you could try to do is just take five minutes and just be present with your breath. You know, a simple number is, you know, four, four counts in six counts out, you know, four seconds in through your nose and then exhale for six seconds. And then just continually do that for a minute, you know, count, count the seconds work through that. And then once you've established a rhythm, then just be conscious of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Once you've established the rhythm, become conscious of your thoughts and stay present with your breathing. Yeah. What's going to happen is you're going to hear a dog That's bark yeah. or you're going to hear somebody say something, or you're going to remember something. Your mind's going to drift off it's going to go drift and it's going to be like, guys, I get through like two breaths and I'm, um, you're already thinking about thinking something about, else. Yeah. And what you have to do, what you have to do with your mind is you have to come back, mm -hmm. you know, and this isn't, this is, these are the reps I'm talking about. Like the, yeah. the mental that is, you guys can't reps. just walk away and like, just be like, Oh, I'm going to be mentally, you know, strong. It's yeah, like, you no, have to practice. You this have got to come back to your, to your breathing. And that is building, that is exercising your brain to 
take control of your thoughts, of your of your present here and now. That's that's what you're doing. You're not allowing your mind to just be ADD and go go away mm. and be, you know, off in fairy tale land. There's a time and a place for that. Mm. I agree. Now I want you to calm your mind, come back to your breath. And focus on that. Every time you wander away, just slowly come back. And you, there's so many mindful meditations. And this, I'm not saying anything new. Do you go on YouTube and look up a mindful meditation? And they're going to say the exact same things. Like, your your mind is now wandering. Please slowly come back to your breath. Like, it's everybody does it, but nobody applies it. Yeah. You just got to practice it. Mm-hmm. And if you can practice that, like you can control of your, you get control of your here and now. Yeah. If you can get control of your here and now, then you can accomplish anything. The the strongest I was um, with, with like controlling my breathing and, and being like, like mindful. Being, yeah. But being able to, because it's, it's like a discipline. It's a, it's a, it's a really hard discipline that you have to practice to keep your mind in one place. You have to exercise the brain. Yes. And I was uh, the strongest whenever I was practicing hot yoga like a year ago. Yeah. I was able to just really, I really, really have wanted to get back into that. Torch um, yoga. Yeah. My Torch favorite, my favorite yep. yoga place to go. I think Jessica was the yogi instructor. I don't know. I don't even um, know what you call them. But uh, yeah, like, you know, if you guys are not good at like finding the apps or whatever, go find like uh, a hot yoga studio because man, you like your mind wants to wander there. It just it creates the 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 discipline to to be able to stay fully present, and it helps whenever you're you're doing um, anything difficult. Any sort of for me, it's the long the long runs and the and the feats. But this is applicable for every asset of your sleeping. Yeah, that's why we brought it up, right? Because your mind wander, wanders when you sleep. Yeah. And you've just got to take control of that. I need to get and the discipline to bring my mind back. You've got to bring back. your mind yeah. back to silence it. Mm-hmm. That's which, a, yeah. Again, this is going to be another a whole yeah. other podcast. But we, I, uh, I, I, I get um, frustrated and upset. And Blue knows this because I know how strong I am mentally. But something happens whenever I lay down, and my mind just goes like crazy. Well, yeah. So, um, but we'll talk about that in another podcast and how we're combating that and some things that that we're doing but that is all that i have guys um go out there and just be freaking warriors and train that mind and know that it starts small um and then the more that you do it the more that you push past um the resistance to quit your your mental fortitude uh grows deep very deep. And then you guys can, can be able to, to accomplish and, and get through, um, even harder things that might, um, be on the horizon for you. So that is all I got. Anything else? No, I think you, I think you nailed it. Am I going to, um, howl? Yeah, I do. I keep saying we're not going to do this. This is like the, (laughs) I think the howl, I just don't know. I can't make like a tiger. We're going to have to look it up. Maybe we could just put in a, an audible, Oh, there. yeah. At the beginning and the end of the podcast. Yeah, they should just. This would be so confusing to people who are just listening. Uh, Does this mean like you need first, like you need like call sign like you need to be like wolf zero zero and I'm <laughs> tiger. Are you looking and, around the room know, for a number? Like, yeah, <laughs> looking, 
<laughs> I don't know. We'll get back to you guys on that. Maybe we should have our, I'm going to be a wolf, wolf girl. No, that's stupid. That's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks have for joining a, us. Have a great week, guys. Make sure um, you leave us a review if you have any uh, anything that you'd like for us to talk about or discuss or any questions from this episode. Um, you can ask those below. Go find our Instagram. It's at Reborn. And if you uh, felt like the show is valuable to you at all, just um, – Share it, share it with your friends, post it on your story, tag us. And I can't wait to um, catch you guys next week. Have a really good, have a really good day, guys. Bye. Later.